Wednesday. This is between sermons. And you may notice that I am not Brent McQuay. <laughs> My name is Tiffany Hines, and Brent is actually on vacation. So I have the privilege to be hosting today, and I want to introduce my lovely guest, Ariane Ogunlana. Hi. <laughs> she was just on the, on the show like a few weeks ago, yeah. and it was really, really good. So thank you for being back here. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just started our prayer, prayer series here at CLC, and... There's a big emphasis on, yeah, on praying. We're going to be doing 21 days of prayer here. And Ari and I, we get to kind of open up the conversation mm-hmm. about why prayer is so important. Uh, Brent, he did the message on Sunday, and I really connected to it. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it, it, was, it was practical, but it also had some deepness to it of how important it is to like remember that prayer is so important. Yeah. And so when I think about me and you can share Ari, so I think I've been a Christian or, or like my own relationship with God since I was like 12 or 13, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like I was counting last week and I'm like, oh my gosh, you've been a Christian for 24 years. I feel like I should be really old <laughs> saying that. <laughs> But um, I've always been like a prayer girl, like since then, since I was a teenager, pray all the time. But for me, like I had to really, really get into like being consistent in reading my Bible. Mm. And for you. Yeah. So um, in terms of my salvation, I, you know what? It's funny because I love that everybody has like their own story of like, oh yeah, it happened 17 years ago or 24 years ago, or like, you know, the exact date. I don't have an exact date. I can tell you when I got baptized when okay. I de- decided to get baptized which was at the age of 10 okay. that was August of 2002 okay. so I guess that probably would be the closest thing to having like a date mm-hmm. but I've always believed okay. so so um yeah like that's that's my story I'm excited about this series I love the title first of all mm-hmm. dear God like yes. because I'm a journal girl you so are. I I don't use dear God but I'll say dear Lord <laughs> like <laughs> here's my prayer for today and so I love that but also like just why should we pray starting yes. with the basics I'm actually not a I'm not going to say that I'm not a prayer girl, but I have a hard time consistently and intentionally praying. Mm. I pray throughout the day. Like I'll talk to God all day. Like there's always like some conversation going on, but sitting down to map out prayer. Yeah. I'm like the disciples in the garden. I'm going to sleep. Like (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not good. at it. I don't know what it is. I think personally, because I feel like I have intimacy with God and like we're in relationship. You already know what's going on with me. Why I have to repeat myself. <laughs> so I, I know that I should. I know that I have to get better at it. Um, but that has always been my struggle. I much rather read my Bible okay. than to yeah. sit for an hour and pray. <laughs> I'm sure like that this is the story for a lot of people and finding that balance. Yeah. Um, when we were asked to, when I was asked to host this show, 
and mention Ari. One thing that is really cool is Ari's my friend, but she also is my prayer partner. Yes. So it's like, oh, this is going to be fun because this is something that we already do mm-hmm. every week. Um, what? Three years. Yeah, three years. It's crazy how it even started. So yes. we started being prayer partners in 2020. Um, it was like the first week of lockdown. And Tiffany called me and was like, hey, girl, you want to pray? And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> the world is shutting down. Yeah. Like, so first it was like that excitement of like, man, we get to stay home. We're at home. Like, this is cool. But like, let's pray because this is serious yes. and it's just continued. Yes. And I think we've both seen some really great benefits of being prayer partners, um, deepening our relationship, but also deepening our relationship with God. Like, I, I think it's really cool because where you are a prayer girl, you encourage me to pray. Like Tiffany is texting me every Thursday <laughs> at 755, like pray. And like sometimes it's like uh, for me on the other end, like dang, okay, nope, let me go ahead. And but you'll be like, and I was doing this devotional, and I'm like, man, God, I just, <laughs> I just can't wait to be that person. Yeah. But I'm seeing some things kind of like balance out. Mm-hmm. And so, Ari, as a Christian, what would you say? And just to speak to anyone listening or watching this, why is this so important as a Christian? that we pray regardless of that cadence or you know I read my bible more or I pray more what do you think is important for a Christian yeah I mean like I love when Brent said in the message that you can't have a relationship with someone you don't talk to and like that is probably the most practical thing ever like it's true like if me and you never talked and I didn't know about your life or I didn't know what was going on with you then I wouldn't be able to pray for you well but Mm -hmm. also we wouldn't be in deep relationship and so I think that is the number one thing like to know God to be in relationship with him you have to actually talk to him and and it's simpler than we actually make it because it's it's conversation. Just like how we're talking, yeah. you can talk to God the same way. But I think we make it such a big thing because it feels like, and, I, and it depends on who's looking at it. But if you're asking for something and you don't get it, then there's the disappointment factor yes. or something like that. So I think when you just look at prayer from the perspective of it is simply to have relationship with God, it should make it a little easier. So I think that's the most important yes. thing. Um, Something that you said earlier about you talk to God throughout the day mm-hmm. and then thinking through I know at times when my prayer life hasn't been like on its A game, Mm -hmm. but I will go back to these times like I used to be praying for like two hours. And and when I think about that, then I'm discouraged Mm -hmm. of like, man, this is how I used to be and I'm not that person. But the quote that uh, about Billy Graham that he said that he what he prays five minutes, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't go without praying for five minutes. And so did I just, I want to make sure I made sense. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And so if someone in the faith, like a father in the faith who has touched many lives can say that he wasn't laying on his face every day, you know, and 
those things I am I'm sure he had his time like with God Mm -hmm. that was necessary even in the conversation as friends or a couple or just a job like if you only spoke to someone just in these little short periods of time it's probably not going to be as effective but just to be like encouraged about how often you can be praying that as long as you see at the bottom line that it's important as a Christian in your relationship with God, like you, you have to pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like that is so cool what Billy Graham said because, you know, I and I and I do agree with that. Like when you start to look at your spiritual walk over time, like sometimes you can get discouraged because yes. you're not like it doesn't feel like you're all in or like you have this burning passion all the time, but we also go through seasons of life. And sometimes you may be in a season of rest where you have time to be on your face for two hours, but sometimes you're plowing and you actually don't have as much time. And so those moments where you get time to say, Hey God, like, you know, you see me down here working, (laughs) like help me or, you know, talking to him throughout the day. That's more important. I just think that, no matter the time length it is super important to be in conversation with God he should be your best friend like you should talk to him more than just about anything anybody else and that once you get that in your mind like it makes it much easier and you'll find yourself like okay God you saw that you saw how that co-worker just treated me okay let's like I'm gonna depress I'm gonna give it to you you give me your peace, I'm I'm good. And so like those type of things, it just helps you through your day. Yes. One thing that I would say prayer, even now the past few years is really teaching me when it comes to my relationship with God. I think that I've had to learn this is the only relationship that I naturally should not, like I should be able to bear everything. Anything I say, like um, I would notice sometimes that I'm like talking and making sure like I'm proper or (laughs) like um, being say like afraid to say certain things like what I'm thinking. I'm like, wait a minute, this is the space that I don't have to worry about like someone being biased or what what I have to say. Um, If I'm going through something like, Lord, I'm really struggling like with this person. Mm-hmm. And not being like, you know, with somebody out there. But like, <laughs> I can say the name. Like, he already knows it, but he wants to say it. And I've been learning, like, I, some, I've learned even, like, it's okay to sing bad notes. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, I got to give God my best. You know what I mean? So let me, but just sing. And yeah. that part has been really freeing because I don't. I don't have to put on, and not that we're putting on for people, but it is a way that we feel like we need to present ourselves to people, but God wants us to come like as we are, and of course he's going to do that work in us and that perfecting, but like stop, you know, coming to me, you know, with the, and you know who I'm, like (laughs) just completely like buried to God. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like that coming as you are can be really difficult, especially if you're anything like me. It's like, well, coming as I am is kind of like, 
I'm not talking about my feelings unless mm-hmm. it like I can be expressive and I can tell you what's going on. But a lot of stuff I like to handle myself because mm-hmm. I know that like if I keep it close to my chest then I have nobody to blame but myself mm-hmm. or that like I can be super hard on myself. So if I hold everybody else to the same standard that I hold myself then I probably wouldn't have any friends. So, <laughs> so trying to keep it close to my chest is where I had, and I think that's part of why I have a problem or a harder time repeating myself to God because mm-hmm. it's like, well, you already know it, but I'm keeping it here because yes. I know that I have my own standards. So it's really good that you found a way to like let that guard down and be free in that. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Because it, I first feel it. Yeah, I first feel it. And so sometimes I have to even acknowledge my mind is completely full. Mm-hmm. I have to be before I can even come to you, God, and thank you. I have to dump <laughs> that and acknowledge like my mind is cluttered. I need to just say this stuff to you. Yeah. Now it's out. You already knew it. Like, girl, just say it because this is our time together. And it's not and it's not having the value because your mind is full share it and now we're going to get into some thankfulness we're Mm going to get into talking and listening and all those different things and so what are what's a highlight that you would say from the message from yesterday oh man i again i love that he um it was just super practical right um just the fact that prayer is creating and like maintaining relationship with god like talking to him but also when he posed the questions of like imagine what your life would look like if you spent the next 21 days with you know do um doing an hour of prayer with god like mm-hmm. what would your life look on the uh, look like on the other side of that um and then he asked another question of um if god never answered anything that you were praying out uh, praying about sorry um would you still pray and that one was right. like <laughs> let's talk about that i i was going to like i wanted to talk about that later but what what would you say would be your answer or what you had to reflect on with that question? Oh, yeah. Um, You know, honestly, honestly, I don't expect him to answer a lot of stuff just because, like, so this is something that I've struggled with. Like, God has blessed me so much already that if he never did another thing for me, that I would still be more blessed than a lot of people Mm -hmm. and so it is sometimes hard for me to ask him for big things or expect him to do big things for me because he's already blessed me um do I know and recognize that that's actually not right (laughs) yes absolutely that's something I'm working on but I'm confessing to you all um so yes to short answer yes I still would because I already don't expect a lot of big things to get answered mm-hmm. um do I have faith that he can do them yes do I always have faith that he will if it works within his plan or doesn't work within his plan not necessarily so I think I still would out of the sheer fact of like I need God I depend on him all day every day yeah. and not having that relationship like when you don't have relationship with God you can feel it Mm 
Yeah. You can feel the separation yeah. at some point. If you're you a believer, f- yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you start to feel empty. You start mm-hmm. to feel crabby. And so I know where my checkpoints are of like, okay, I'm going beyond this line of like, I notice my mood is changing. I know I'm super skeptical. I know I'm super pessimistic at this point. Like that means I'm not talking to you enough. Okay, mm-hmm. let me turn it back around. <laughs> let me talk to you. And so, yes, out of the sheer fact that I know that I need God and I want to talk to him yes I still would pray Mm. what about you that's good you know I feel like I love God Mm -hmm. and at this point of our relationship that he knows like I'm here for the long end but I do think that now it's taking me a long time to get to a place of resolve Mm. that if he said no some things are easier like okay we could do that you know that that would suck you know but okay but then there are those deeper things because it's like well but this ties to you god like this would bless you so i would have like i'm just getting to a place of like if you didn't do this i'm seeing just the bliss of my relationship with you not every day feels like you know this wake up and worship god with butterflies but this intentional like i have really committed to be in this like you are my ride or die you're my bestie (laughs) you're my father um but knowing like deep in my heart like this is that is something that would be a journey uh for me and i mean we've talked about this because you're my friend so Certain, like when it comes to having a family, that's a really mm-hmm. deep desire mm-hmm. of mine. And um, I have a podcast as well, and it's on single life, but that is something that I've shared really candidly with people so that they know it's okay to say it out loud. Because for a long time, it was like, well, I don't want to say it out loud. I'm going to hold it close to my chest because mm-hmm. I don't want to be disappointed and I don't want people to be asking me these questions over and over again. So when I think about that, I know that I would be okay, but I'm also okay knowing that God wouldn't ask me a question like that and not take me on a journey. And so for some people, it's like, like the disciples, you know, put, take your nets, you know, you become a fisherman. They're like, Mm -hmm. yes, you know, so they laid down their lives for God. um, And, and that was that. I think for some people, it's like, he knows Mm -hmm. that you need a little bit of time, but he knows as well that like, you're going to still make that decision. And so I I think now that I'm at a place that I would be, man, I thought that this was going to happen. I even thought that you said that this is the direction mm-hmm. you were going to have go for my life. But if it doesn't happen, I know, I know that you still have more for me. Yes. Yeah, that's really good, Tiffany. Like, I love that. And I think that's part of why we have to pray anyway, because it's such a big action step in faith of Mm -hmm. like to even say this to (laughs) you guys. Like, I am 
putting myself out here of Mm -hmm. like I want this and like of course we hope that our desires align with him and what he wants for us and especially the closer you get to him the more alignment you should have and so you should feel a little more comfortable but it really is a big thing to say some stuff out loud and I commend you for even like saying you want a family and like publicly yes. declaring that like that's a good thing look, people don't even understand you yeah. saying it out loud is the lord doing a long work this year yes so. <laughs> um i would say a highlight for me was like at the end of the message that three minutes of time mm-hmm. of people praying and so he he taught he kind of preached and then it was time to apply and i remember um seeing people First, the the whole auditorium was very quiet. Mm-hmm. It was a moment that people took time. And even if you didn't say no what to pray, you could have been thinking or just everybody's quiet. But I had gotten up because I knew it was time soon to sing. And so I had my eyes open and I could see people praying. You know, some people's mouths may be moving, but some people just praying in their hearts. And... I'm like, this is a really great way to start this Mm -hmm. series is us start like leaving out praying um, to God. And I was even thinking like, man, God, this is so good because some people, you know, it may be the only time they spend with you, you know, this week or the first time that they had all week or in a really long time. And this space was curated for us to take time to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was a moment for me. Yeah, <laughs> I love that too. That's cool. Um, so this week about Dear God, because the series is called Dear God, and Sunday's uh, emphasis was on connecting mm-hmm. to God and him being like that source. And so that was a lot of what he shared on. And so with that source, that relationship, um, Another part of that relationship is like us learning to listen, which I think also is an act of faith that some people, it's just in this relationship time of being able to pray Mm -hmm. and then getting still also to listen Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And so um, the question of, you know, if God said, if he said no to everything, would you still pray? I feel like, now that's a little different than what we talked about because it's like, well, will I still serve him? But will I still pray? I'm like, yeah. If you say, I, I mean, some people be like, no. Um, and I, and this is really great. I feel like this is such like storytelling right now here, but Jesus used parables all the time. <laughs> I remember this was 2011, 2011. Let me see, 2012. So in 2011, I had lost my grandmother and my brother in love like a few months apart from each other. And then right after um, my brother passed, my brother in love passed, that like right after that is when my mom's sister found out that she had kidney cancer. And so we walked that journey with her and um, she wound up passing away uh, I think right before her birthday in March mm-hmm. or right after. And so I remember we drove from Louisiana to Chicago 
and it was my turn to drive. And so the car was very quiet. And so there was this song um, from Brian and Katie Torwalt, and it was called um, I Breathe You In. Mm -hmm. And I remember it clear as day. And this is not a singing podcast, so, <laughs> but I'm going to sing it anyway because I feel like someone needs to hear it. And so Katie, she's saying, um, when I don't understand, I choose you, I choose to. Um, and I was singing that. First, I was listening to it. And all of a sudden, like tears start rolling down. And it was like God was saying, like, I need you to choose me in this moment because this is a turning point for you. Like, you're going to make a decision that this is a wrap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like too much loss within a span of a year. Um, and so it was a pivotal time. I remember being in that car and having to choose that I was still going to have relationship with him. Yeah. And man. <laughs> yeah. And that's like one of those benefits that Brent talked about um, during the message of mm -hmm. like the peace that passes all understanding. Yes. Like even when we don't understand, even when the things that we're seeing and we're walking out on a day to day basis don't look anything like what he promised us or what he said to us to be talking to God and have relationship with him enough to be praying yes. so that you can have that peace. Like I'm giving it to you. I'm laying this burden at your feet and something me and my friends always say God's will, God's bill. <laughs> so if you want it to happen, you have to make it happen with yes. the resources that you're going to give. And so it's just one of those benefits like that peace that passes all understanding when life yes. is crazy. It is by far <laughs> one of the best things yes. we receive from a relationship with God. Yes, um, I think about the story, um, and, and Brent also talked about this on Sunday, um, with Daniel and King Nebuchadnezzar, mm -hmm. and that was Daniel, I think, yep, I have it written down, Daniel 3.16. And so in that story, you know, the three Hebrew, boy, Hebrew boys, they have made a decision, like, even though um, everybody else is worshiping a different God and eating... Um, and they, Daniel 1 decides, like, that he's he's not going to follow um, what they are doing. And then you have the three Hebrew boys, one of them being Daniel. Um, and them, they're going to be thrown into this fire. Mm -hmm. Into this fire if they do not choose, you know, to serve and do what the king says to do and mm -hmm. what everyone else is doing. And, I mean... Before you even get to the furnace, <laughs> you can feel the heat. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you can feel the heat probably way before you're close. Mm -hmm. um, so thinking through that and all the thoughts that could have come to mind, because I think that they're human, but they made that decision to still choose, to still choose God. And they go into this fire and it's three of them. But then there's really four mm -hmm. people there into this fiery furnace. And um, as we know, um, for those who don't know, it's them, but it's also Jesus. And um, in this fiery pit with them and what before going into the pit, you know, they say, you know, when you say God's will, God's bill <laughs> of like, you know, 
we're not going to serve another God. Um, he can deliver us. But if he chooses to not do it, I still will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And thinking about those moments that happen um, where our faith could be kind of like up against the wall or someone could be trying it. I mean, this is happening to people every day in other countries Yeah, where everyone doesn't get to speak publicly about their faith, but having to decide that, but yet, and even if you don't, and like thinking through that, those deep desires, those things that you know, like have been prayers and really like God. Like, God, I thought that, that you said that this was going to happen. I'm serving you. I love you. I choose you. And get into a place that even if he doesn't do the things that I want, I still choose to yeah. serve you. And that's a different level of relationship. Like, they had to see the characteristics of God in a way that gave some surety. Mm-hmm. He is a protector. He's a provider, he's a savior, he's a redeemer. And they clearly had these experiences of who God is and not just what he does, but just who he is Mm -hmm. that gave this surety that, look, if I die, I go, you know what I mean? And I'm with the Lord. If I'm here, then like the Lord shows, um, but they don't burn up. Yeah, it's one of my favorite stories. Yes. Simply because I think a lot of times with that story, we only like related to actual persecution or like the the situation where it's like life or death. But I do think that that can be applied in just any situation that we face. Like if you never get the family, if you never get the kids, if you never mm-hmm. get the husband, you'll be okay and you can still trust God to know that you'll have a beautiful life. If I never make it to multimillionaire status, I'll be okay Mm -hmm. because I'm putting my faith and my trust in Jesus enough to know that he's already like done amazing things in my life and he'll continue to do them even if it's not that. And so I think that, you know, you can look at culture and how like people are compromising their faith to go along with just certain things in culture, whether it's music or entertainment, and all of mm-hmm. those things and like different religions, yes, <laughs> and witchcraft and spiritual new age stuff, mm-hmm. all, like all of it is similar to what the three Hebrew boys faced of like. I have to make a decision and that's where character comes in. That's where integrity comes in. But you only have those things when you are really in relationship relationship. with God and that there's fruit from the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have good character just because you're a good person. Like none of us are good. (laughs) We're good because God has saved us Mm -hmm. and that he, his fruit is what's good. And when you have good fruit, then you can have good character. You can have good integrity and, and that's what they had to make that decision. And like, we might not ever face a furnace, mm-hmm. but 
we will have some fiery situations yes. where we have to choose not to lie, not to steal, not to kill, not to destroy somebody else's yeah. character or image or any of those things. Like we'll preservation. Yeah. You know, you just like I really don't wanna say Yeah. But it's my fault. Yeah, (laughs) like to choose honor and respect Mm -hmm. over airing people out. Like all of those things can feel like fiery situations. Mm -hmm. And if we look at the three Hebrew boys, we have a really great example of like, okay, even if this doesn't turn out the way I want it to, I'll still be okay. If I don't lie on them to preserve myself, God still gets the glory and I'll still have another benefit and reward. And so, like, I just love that story. And it's Mm -hmm. like many other stories where, you know, you just do what God says and you continue to persevere and have faith and pray and have a relationship and you'll you'll turn out fine. Yes. Um, one thing in this story that I think is cool to highlight since we're talking about relationship mm-hmm. is Jesus shows himself in the Old Testament. Yeah. In this. And so he was with them. He was with them. They didn't know, you know, um, that it was the Messiah that mm-hmm. was there. Um, but Jesus, he was in that fiery furnace with them, which also I think speaks to relationship that not only that they know the attributes of God, mm-hmm. but they were getting, they were getting the son and they were getting the Holy spirit. And he was showing himself in these ways through the old Testament, mm-hmm. that he has always been here mm-hmm. and relationship has always been something that he wants for us. That even in those fiery situations, um, as believers, we have a hope that Jesus is in those situations with us. And so with that comes a peace um, that we can trust him, that even again, if it doesn't work out that way, like Jesus, even if they say, just to say that the fiery furnace, they burnt, you know, from it. That, that wouldn't necessarily take away, like when we go through hard things, when people experience uh, diseases, you know, my, my aunt having cancer, my grandmother having cancer, um, that never meant that Jesus wasn't there. Yeah. That did that, you know, it doesn't in relationship and us having even a prayer life, we still do have to go through things. Um, but to be encouraged that Jesus is not leaving in those hard situations and learning through walking in prayer with God, like something that Brent said that I'm like, this is so good because I was, I've thought about it before, um, but him saying it out loud of like, you know, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers. Don't try and go ahead and clickbait this or anything, but you know, the Bible, it is not, it is not the way to like grow your relationship. Mm -hmm. This is God revealing who he is. And so through all these different stories um, that we're hearing in the Bible, God may be showing himself sovereign. Mm -hmm. He may be showing himself um, as a warrior. He may be showing himself as mighty, you know, all these different things. But in relationship, that part comes through prayer, Mm -hmm. that part. And so I'm like, that is so good because you're going to have to pray more, Ari. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're going to have to pray more. I know. But I'm going to have to learn more and more about who he is. And um, they, again, those are practical ways that help us just on a practical level of, okay, to know who God mm -hmm. is, I need to read my Bible. Yes. <laughs> this is what is just clearly, you know, I need to know who he is. I need to know who how his how he is transcended throughout the Bible and where his son comes down, mm -hmm. you know, perfect, comes to flesh to save mm -hmm. us. And in that what he's done, I need to be praying yes. so that I can connect with this savior and I can connect with this God who does know all the strands of hair on our head. Yeah. You know, he knows us so well and wants to be in relationship with some unperfect, imperfect people mm -hmm. here on earth and so talking about practical tips yes um what are some ways that we can help new christians but also even christians like that have been in the faith for a while some practical tips that can help in prayer hmm. um i would say just really starting prayer time with thanks Thanks for God. Thanks for like the tangible benefits of waking up, having breath in your lungs, being able to walk around or see or talk or have a job or have food or whatever. I, I find that when I do start with thanks, mm -hmm. that that typically opens me up. Mm -hmm. Because I get excited about the fact that like, oh, the Lord really did this for me. Okay, now I can really talk to you mm -hmm. because you've shown me that you will do things for me and you will continue to bless me. Now I can open up here and say like, okay, God, like this is what's really going on. You know, I'm going to ask you for, you told me to ask, so I'm going to ask you. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, even if it doesn't happen, I still will thank you because you've done all of these other things. Yeah that has been helpful for me um also journaling if you're anything like me like you said like we yeah, have a lot of stuff going on up here it's mm -hmm. always something going on and so I find that doing a dump and like writing it out that is typically the way that I can quiet myself enough to even get to the place where I am talking to God but also writing out those prayers and then keeping those journals and going back to them mm. like it gives me so much joy yes. when I go back to a journal from the hardest time of my life and see the prayers I was praying and how he answered them. And I had forgotten about the prayers yes. that I was praying in that season because I'm out of that season. But just to see how faithful he is. Mm -hmm. So journaling really, really helps if you're a writer, if you like to write, but also you just need a brain dump and you're not really good with words or you don't have a lot to say. Um, I would say those are the two two top yeah. things for me. Yeah. And that's really good of, of the journaling part that you're saying. It, it like it makes your mind wider of I can pray to God in writing and I can also listen to God mm -hmm. in writing because there are some people they may be mute or they may not you know what I mean they could they could be deaf there it's like how are people that don't have the same physical capabilities yeah that I do how are they able to still connect with God um and that is a really really great way mm -hmm. um um, 
one thing that comes to mind, so it makes me think, okay, as a songwriter, when I've gotten into creative ruts, um, I just need to be in a space mm -hmm. of creative people. And in that space, I find this kind of joy that bubbles on the inside that one, it affirms this is a part of you. And then I'm also able to then feel that in, in, and it just kind of rubs off on me. Yeah. So getting in spaces with people when you're maybe going through just a drought season, but some people that can help encourage you, having a prayer partner, um, someone that you can feel like you can be honest with, and, and whether that's one person or a few people, but even starting with one has been a really great practical mm -hmm. way to make sure that I'm praying like a prayer partner counts as prayer. You know what I mean? Yes. Like these things that we feel sometimes in a legalistic way. Well, that was that. And that wasn't really, they, it's the enemy to discourage us from connecting to God, but praying with someone, it also counts too. Um, and then another practical tip I would say for people, new believers can do this as well, but for people who maybe have been in the faith for a while, mm -hmm is making sure in your prayers that you are outwardly focused, that like you are being intentional, praying for the world, praying for other things maybe outside of um, what may be something that God is working out with you. Mm -hmm. But just, Lord, what is it that you have on your heart today? What is it? It may have something to do with me, you may say, I need you to pray for India today. Mm -hmm. This is what's going on. I need you to look at the news and just seeing in these different ways that God, when we feel maybe just like, oh, I'm doing enough, but like there's always something yeah. to be praying. And it could be five minutes, like Billy Graham says that he does, but praying outwardly helps us to be also thinking about God also has other things on his mind yeah. as well. So Yeah. Also just like using your resources. Like at the end of the day, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing, no phrases or sentences or words that we can string together that probably haven't already been strung together in some type of way. So mm -hmm. looking, you can find some really great prayers. Um in terms of Google, like searching prayers, you can um, go to the Bible because there are a ton of prayers. Obviously, the Bible includes people mm -hmm. and their relationships with God. So there are some prayers there that you can take, even starting with the Lord's Prayer, um, where Jesus says, pray like this. You can take it and adapt it for your own. You can repeat the prayers <laughs> that you make for yourself. Um, social media, even if you really don't have, pick your favorite worship song and pray what the lyrics are of that song so yeah. there are ways to if you are in a rut if you are struggling then you can use other resources or either even other people's prayers to pray and God will open you up to start creating some other things too and praying some other things so that's so good yeah hey Ari is a TikTok queen. She be looking up prophets of TikTok prayers. I'm like, girl. And I get the best, 
best prayers. I follow all the Bible scholars, all the, <laughs> and it's great. It's great. But you also have to be careful about basing your relationship on other people's TikTok. relationships. So yeah. <laughs> be careful. Yes. Yeah. But it's helpful for yeah. someone that like is a TikToker or whatever. Yeah. You can find that stuff on there. Um, so um, some resources that we have for the 21 days of prayer. Um, we've done this before. We have these Pray First books mm -hmm. um, that we've had in the building. I believe it's also available online. We shared, we passed out some this Sunday and they went like hotcakes. So we'll probably um, order some more, but also you can find out all things about our 21 days of prayer through the app. Yes. And so if, if you have the app, if you don't have the app, you can just go to your app store um, and download it, clc.tv. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's where you'll find information um, to use those as a resource for our prayer. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else while I have you here? <laughs> um, so we did, we did say we wanted to talk about prayer languages. Oh, that's true. That's true. So, I mean. Um, you don't have anything to say. That's another resource mm -hmm. um, to use. If you have a prayer language, um, just making sure that you use it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the only way to get better at it is to continue to use it. So you'll find that as you are using your prayer language more and more, you'll get more words and phrases and those type of things. And although yeah. you might not have the interpretation, just widening, widening that language is really good for you, but also not making that the only way that you pray, <laughs> <laughs> which the Lord tells me often like, okay, girl, I need you to actually use words that you understand <laughs> to talk to me and so um yeah that's super important too thank you Ari yeah I would say this has been a great a great episode I think so too I think you know people are reading our mail at this point because <laughs> they know a little too much about maybe not I hope this helps someone but I think so. um how we tackle prayer mm -hmm. as two believers here yes. so yeah I think it's helpful Okay. And Brent, thank you so much while you're out on vacation for trusting us um, with this podcast. And so I just want to reiterate prayer, like it's 21 days, just even a start. And we hope that in this, it does some transformation that you will incorporate it into your everyday life, that you find yourself actually being really excited about yeah. prayer um, after this and um, encouraging us we have our corporate prayer times, but just that time alone with God, like, it's so precious. Mm -hmm. Like, it may not feel that way at first, but it gets better. Yeah. It gets better. Um, so a little teaser for our next episode. Um, so we're still in our Dear God series. So next week will be part two. And Pastor Chris, she will be teaching um, prayer that brings results and how to receive from God and so I love prayer that bring prayer that brings results the prayer that brings results yes <laughs> um yeah we're gonna let her get into it but yeah that should be a good prayer like no Lord this is what you said mm -hmm. so yes next week um and we hope to see you on Sunday whether in person our 9 and 11 service 
or you can catch us online at um, all streaming platforms as well as live.clc.tv. Yes. Well, we hope you enjoy the rest of the 21 days of prayer and we'll see you soon. Bye.